0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: His glory I will see. I will empty. Happy New Year, Edwin. Happy New Year, Andrew. January. 1. I tried to say that yesterday because it was New Year's Eve, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> well,
0: it was confusing. <laughs> but I know. I know. As uh, the good Lord caused the sun to rise today, it is a new day of a new year. And? And? And it's Friday. I know you like Friday. And I love Friday because we're always heading into the weekend on a Friday.
1: And even though it's a new year, this Sunday we're going to be doing what we do on the Lord's Day.
0: Well, because it's going to be the Lord's Day. And if you're in the Tampa area, we want you to come join us to worship the Lord. New year, new beginnings. Uh, it's It's a great time to take that step in faith and discipleship, and make worship a real priority and a commitment in your life. Why not start with us? All the information you need is at christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. Since it's also Friday, we're going to be wrapping up some of our conversation on Psalm 18.
1: I'm going to be reading from the Net Bible, the New English Translation, and we're going to read uh, starting in verse 46 all the way to the end of this psalm. You're going to love how this starts. You ready? (laughs) I'm serious. I I know you don't know what the Net Bible says here in 1846. You ready? You're right. The Lord is alive. My protector is praiseworthy. The God who delivers me is exalted as king. The one true God completely vindicates me. He makes nations submit to me. He delivers me from my enemies. You snatch me away from those who attack me. You rescue me from violent men. So I will give you thanks before the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to you. He gives his king magnificent victories. He is faithful to his chosen ruler to David and his descendants forever. Ooh. I don't like the way that ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we're looking for a particular word, aren't we? A particular translation. Well, but, uh, I it's get... interesting to see how folks change things. And, you know, here, I know why they did that. Mm-hmm. I know why they did that. Of course. I, okay, so let me explain, because well, you and listen. I know what we're talking about here, those listening yeah. in. This, this ends with descendants. Okay, so if you are reading... Even the new King James, mm-hmm. you have
0: descendants with the marginal note. When you read the marginal note, it's actually the word seed. Yeah. So they, they give you, a, they give you the, the word there, but there is a translation choice being made that David's,
1: excuse me, the psalmist David writing about descendants. Right. And so we have this word offspring or mm-hmm. seed, and it's actually a collective noun. Mm-hmm. or it can be used as a collective noun to refer not just to one, but to a group. But the reason, and so I'm kind of glad we read the Net Bible there to find that out because it calls attention to the point. So here we've got some translators that are trying to say, well, this is what David was talking about. He wasn't just talking about Solomon, but also Rehoboam and, and on down through the line. However, I think because they made that interpretive choice to say, well, this is what they meant. I think we might be losing something in the psalm rather than just translating it the way it's there. Because it's my understanding that it's actually in the singular, just as your footnote pointed out. Correct. Offspring, seed. Seed, singular seed. Which calls to mind a passage for me. It does for me as well. Which one does it call to mind for you? Because I I, bet it's the
0: same one. Well, I'm thinking about Galatians chapter 3, when the apostle Paul is making an argument about a promise made to Abraham and to his seed. Now I see you've got uh, your Bible open there. So what what you got? Are you at Galatians 3? I am actually. Okay.
1: So I think probably you were just looking at my Bible. That's why we're so in tune on this one. Is that it? Galatians chapter 3, verse 15, to give a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it's been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say into offsprings referring to many, but referring to one and to your offspring who is Christ. And that's our word. Seed. That's our singular word. Singular versus seeds. And, yeah, and Paul plural. was making a big deal out of that, which, which to me, knowing that Paul makes this big deal out of this seed and offspring back when the promise is given to Abraham, it does surprise me that here in Psalm 18, some translators would kind of wipe that away by giving it the plural instead of getting us to see, wait a minute. Paul could make the exact same argument about David. When it's to David and his seed, it's not to David and his seeds, Mm -hmm. as if too many, but it's to David and his seed who is Christ.
0: Who absolutely is Christ. And what a fantastic study it is sometime to pay attention to the promise made to this seed, right? Abraham and his families, you get to David and those coming after David's line, Go ahead. Well,
1: yeah, (laughs) I I just got to jump in here on this because the line before that was also a little bit obscured in the Net Bible, in the ESV, and shows steadfast love to his anointed. Yeah, anointed. Which is Messiah. Correct. Which is the Hebrew word translated Christ Christ. in the Greek. Yeah. And so these verses, this this ending, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of folks that think this ending was just kind of tacked on later. They see it as... Distinct from the rest of the psalm. Oh, somebody wrote the psalm and then later. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Look, listen, you go read the commentaries and the scholars, every psalm out there, they're sure that something was added or something was taken away or something was pieced together. It, it's amazing to me the number of scholars that can't just say, you know what, I think God probably had this written the way He wanted it. Well, I mean, I, I'm most just... of them usually come down to however God got it done, He got it the way He wanted it for us. But I think, why don't we just start with, maybe this is the way God inspired it from the very beginning, and and now let me read this back through the psalm. I mean, I wonder if there must be some manuscript basis for that, but depending
0: on what's been dug out, but thematically, Mm -hmm. deliverance has been running throughout this psalm, and God delivering. I don't know why they would think this is attack on
1: One of the things that they want to do with the rest of the psalm is make it much later. Oh. make it make it being written much later that oh, this sounds like a psalm that would be written at a much later time, okay. but they're applying yeah, yeah, it to yeah. David. and so because this last these last sentences apply it directly to David, oh, this was added is is why they did that. I got you I just okay. but again, I'm just right back to you. why can't we just take it the way it is and say that maybe God just inspired it this way? And all of a sudden, when I do that, this whole psalm makes a lot more sense, especially that part that we haven't really read except for on Monday, which gets us to verse 20. "'The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands he rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his rules were before me, and his statutes I did not put away from me. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself from my guilt. So the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight.'" And I know whenever I read a psalm and David is saying that stuff, I, I want to say, but, but that's not David. <laughs> I, you know, it, it really, I really struggle with it when I see these things about David. What do we do with that? Go, you go ahead. What do you, you want to do with it?
0: Well, I, again, I, I just fall back to something that we've said a few times that we've been studying through the psalms, that these are poetic expressions, snapshots in time and situations, Okay, and and not every statement is the in totality sum of a person's life because you got plenty of psalms where he's lamenting his awful sin and against you only I've sinned and he'll confess that. And then there's other other days when there's, you know, cleanness has been pursued.
1: Yeah. So how, how do we deal with this psalm? Well, we highlight that, well, this was probably written before the big sin with Bathsheba and Uriah, when he could make a claim to righteousness relatively. And they'll always add that in relatively. Or, well, in comparison to his enemies, he's uh, righteous. uh. Or, well, this is talking about a direction of his life. You know, the enemies are pursuing sin, but he's pursuing righteousness. And because he's not trying to abandon righteousness. And I think all of that is true. And when we apply it to David... I think all of those things we, we have to consider. It's, there is a place to say, well, I'm innocent of this particular charge. The, the point that I want us to see here is that once again, we've got this passage that when applied to David, we have to jump through some hoops to say, here's why David could say this. And it always gets back to, it's metaphorical, it's figurative, it's incomplete, it, well, it doesn't mean it, literally what it says. But when the psalm ends where this psalm ends, I think we can remember once again that the things that were said about David metaphorically, Mm -hmm. the things that were said about David figuratively, the things that were said about David in microcosm or minimally or partially or relatively or comparatively, all of those adjectives that we have to apply to how this can apply to David when we get to the seed – the anointed. Get to Jesus. When we get to Jesus, we can remove all those adjectives. This this really is Jesus. Mm-hmm. He, he can say mm-hmm. it. He can say it in complete literalness. Mm -hmm. It's not figurative at all. And then all of a sudden I get back to verses four and five. The cords of death encompassed me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The foundations also of the mountains trembled and quaked because he was angry. Do you remember what what happened at the resurrection <laughs> the earthquake that happened as the stone rolls back and jesus is able well, to come forth from the grave and before that even at the time of his death matthew records
0: the darkness, the darkness. coming over the land and the earthquake mm-hmm. right
1: i understand that not all of these figures the the lightning and the hailstones happened at the same time but no, what i'm we've not, got I'm is not saying much... it's one for
0: one but clearly you have this expression of a sorrowful and angered god about mm-hmm. about
1: all these things happening and and so here Psalm 18 is once again pointing us mm-hmm. to Jesus. And even when David wrote it, mm-hmm. if, if, okay, I get it. People did not recognize this before the resurrection, but once the resurrection has happened, we come back to Psalm 18 and we see the exact same thing here in this Psalm that uh, Paul and Peter were able to see when they pointed out, look, he, he was, David is dead. He's in his tomb. We can go see him. But he was talking about someone else he's talking about jesus i think the exact same thing can be said here about psalm 18. Well, i
0: agree with you 100 percent. and we even see the apostle paul quoting this psalm talking about the messianic works of, work of christ and how he is savior not just for the jews but for the gentiles also in romans chapter 15 and verse number nine and that the gentiles might glorify god for his mercy as it is written For this reason, I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. He's calling here from the psalm from uh, 18 and verse number 49 and saying that this is Jesus. This was
1: about Jesus. And because Jesus died and arose, he was going to proclaim his name among the nations, Mm -hmm. which includes you and me. That's right. And that's how we should be spending 2021. Absolutely. Absolutely. Proclaiming Jesus among the nations. And proclaiming Jesus Christ among the nations. Absolutely. We're going to be doing that here on Text Talk for weeks and weeks to come as we continue through the Psalms, all of which point to Jesus in different and various ways, but they all lead us there. Jesus was encompassed by death, but he resurrected. And that's what we're going to be doing this Sunday we're excited for you to come join us. We're going to be remembering Jesus. We're going to be worshiping the Lord. You can find out more about that at christiansmeethere.org. You can send an email to us. You can let us know what you're learning from the text, text texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's start off this new year, but wrap up this episode with a prayer. Our great God and Father.
0: Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Father, for bringing us through the year 2020, bringing us to this place. Our hearts are full of gratitude and optimism with the potential a new year brings. Father, we pray that we might sanctify this day and this year for your service, that in each day you give us, we would walk with you. We thank you, Father, for your expression of love and what we've learned by looking at Psalm 18 about your great consistency and the savior the lord jesus christ the seed of david and god our trust is in him and in you to lead us and guide us today and for
1: 2021 in jesus name we pray amen amen thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue this sunday for our bible classes and worship
0: Is a place to say, well,
1: I'm innocent of this particular charge. And. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what that was for. Well, that was, that was, that was that, Monday. That was Monday. Monday. That was throwback
0: Monday. I apologize. <laughs> I threw you. you. were on a roll. I'm sorry okay. about that. And. And I really mean, I'm sorry about that.
1: <laughs> you can find out more about that at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Wait. com. What are, what is our ChristiansBeingHere.org. dot org?
0: Man, all of a sudden my mind blanked. In fact, one time I said ChristiansBeingHere.org, dot and you
1: said Andrew, nobody says that anymore. Dot <laughs> <laughs> org. Okay, so Christians I don't know why my mind just blanked. It's probably probably up too late last night. You probably were. <laughs> Christians, to ring in the new year. Christiansmeethere.org. You can learn more about us and our assemblies this Sunday at christiansmeethere.org. You can comment and tech, email. I'm just having trouble wrapping this thing up. Hey, uh, did you stay up late last night to watch the ball drop? I mean, since you're going to cut
0: stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch Ryan Seacrest? <laughs>
1: wow. All right. Wow. Wow. I, wow. I, I, I got to remember where we where this all went awry. <laughs> And that's what we're going to be doing this Sunday.